Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton, and this show comes to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, this show is brought to you by an organization in the Inland Empire called Million Kids, millionkids.org. We're actually a national organization that's been in business about 15 years now. And we serve all across the country, but we also serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. That is a task force of men and women here in Riverside County that literally go out after the worst of the worst. And that is people who violate our kids, especially, and that seduce individuals, whether they're adults or kids, into sex trafficking. We also support in the Inland Empire, the San Bernardino Human Trafficking Task Force that's ran out of the San Bernardino Sheriff Department and District Attorney's Office and excellent people, just excellent people over there. And uh, we we will be doing a, a uh, conference with them, I believe, in the next couple of three months. I don't know exactly the date at this point. Well, what I want to talk about today is that uh, so many people have asked me if I have gone to see the movie Sounds of Freedom. The first question is, is that our movie? No, it is not our movie. Our movie is called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. And I think it's a very good movie. You can see that movie through Amazon, iTunes, or Apple TV. And it's all about sextortion in the hidden pandemic is all about online crimes where our kids are seduced into sending out a naked photo or creating a an erotic video or participating in a live streaming event where they're recorded and then they get blackmailed. So our movie is really not about sex trafficking. It is about sextortion and about the blackmail of teenagers with online social media exploitation. I'm very, very proud of that movie, and it is available for all of you to watch, and any family member can see it, and I highly recommend it. But The Sound of Freedom was an interesting movie. My husband and I and um, family members went last night, and we sat through it and saw it. Now, this is based on activity with uh, Tim Ballard from Underground Railroad. And I've known uh, Underground Railroad and have had various interactions with them over time for a long, long time. And they are uh, a very valuable uh, organization. I don't always get excited about some of the things they're doing in foreign countries, but they have been very, very helpful here in the U.S. in that they donate they raise money to donate what we call device dogs. So what's a device dog? A, a dog that is trained to smell out thumb drives and hard drives. It works um, very similar to drugs. There is a chemical in the or a glue that uh, is used in the manufacturing of these electronic devices. And the reason that's important is that a lot of the people that are involved in pedophilia, meaning violation of children, whether it's um, here in our area or overseas, it, they will retain a lot of those photo, photos. They build massive libraries and they retain them on hard drives and thumb drives. And of course, that very evidence can put them in prison for, you know, 25, 30, 35 years. 
And uh, we take that very, very seriously. And so uh, what will happen is in an undercover investigation, if they're going out to arrest someone that has those kinds of images on a thumb drive or hard drive, they will take um, drug uh, uh, the device sniffing dogs with them. And two of the dogs here in Riverside County were donated by Tim Ballard's organization called Underground Railroad. So right here in the Inland Empire, Tim Ballard has made a difference with his organization. It isn't just him. He has a quite a large organization, has a lot more money than I do. So I'm very jealous that he is using it wisely. And that's wonderful. One of the things he did is work over the last five years of gathering up literally millions of dollars to make a movie. And I do believe that most everyone should see it. I don't think little children should see it myself. I think it's too dramatic. It's traumatizing if you're, you know, seven, eight, nine-year-old child. However, it is important that we all understand what happens and how it works. So people wanted to know what I thought of it. I will tell you, I have mixed emotions. On the one hand, I'm very, very proud of them for making a movie that is outperforming almost all of your top box office uh, movies. And that is saying something for a specialized film. So they have done a very good job and it is absolutely gut wrenching to watch. Uh, they have done an excellent job in the uh, dramatics of it, the way they put the movie together and like that. I wanted to give the recognition where it was due. The producer, this is Eduardo Vera Stegway, I believe his name is. He is the producer. I am not familiar with his work myself. The director was Alejandro Monteverde, and uh, they literally uh, produced this movie down in Colombia. And while they were there, well, first of all, the uh, the main character that's played, Tim Ballard, is played by Jim uh, Kevizels. He's the one that pay, played in Passion of the Christ. And he does an excellent job. He really does tremendous acting work. But apparently uh, his wife required that uh, when he, she really didn't want him down in uh, working with uh, Colombian narcos uh, to make the movie. So ultimately they came up with a plan to employ 30 Navy SEALs to protect them while they filmed this movie. And uh, as it turned out, those same Navy SEALs, while they were down there producing the movie, took some time off to do an undercover operation where they actually rescued more than 200 children from a human trafficking uh, operation down in Cartagena, Colombia. So they actually rescued kids. They identified them. They went in and um, they were able to get them out and hopefully get them back to their families. So, I mean, who can who can complain about any of that? And it's very well filmed. It's very well acted. Um, and it is extremely uh, interesting, I think. Now, at the same time, I'm getting all these calls about, Opal, is this what you do? Is this your movie? You know, we're so proud that you did all this and like that. No, this is not my movie. And no, this is not what I do. I got to thinking about it uh, way back before I got involved in human trafficking in the U.S. I did serve on the board of a company called Rafa International. 
And in fact, I did go to Cambodia several times and I lived there for four months. And yes, I did go into a Cambodian prison. And yes, we were able to rescue one girl and get her out of there, a very young girl who was born in that prison. So not totally unlike it. But what I do here in the United States and the kind of traffic we have here in the United States is really quite different than that movie. And I want to make that very clear. Now, I'm not to say that what happens in that movie can't happen here in America. It can. In fact, um, in this movie, two young uh, children were auditioning for a model agency and they were kidnapped and taken out of the country at the time. This was not in the U.S. This was down in South America. Well, we've seen something similar to that uh, out of a modeling agency out of Canada where a female was running the model agency and making a large amount of money by being able to uh, take photos of kids and then put them out into child pornography rings. So it is not totally out of the question, but it is not how our normal kinds of cases work here in in the world here in the U.S. However, it is a glimpse into what is going on in these global child pornography rings. And, I, you know, they are called CSAM, Child Sexual Abuse Materials. Uh, the appropriate term- terminology is CSAM. They're trying to get away from the word child pornography because it implicates that the child is actually a participant. And if it's called child sexual abuse materials, it's clearer to some people that the child is not a willing participant. I can tell you that any kind of time that you find child pornography, the child is not a willing participant. And so this uh, this really opens the door to a very dark underworld that is difficult to discuss publicly, especially on family radio channels, but it is a very real reality. And from that standpoint, I applaud all these individuals that did what they did to film the Sound of Freedom film. I recommend that you go see it. We're up against that break, so stay with us. We're going to be right back. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas, including shrimp scampi, capellini bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's caters special occasions and hosts private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph you heard it on AM590, The Answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of MillionKids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are, I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says, I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one-of-a-kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. 
What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two-inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at, and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org slash gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org slash gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we're talking about the movie Sound of Freedom, which I went to see last night. I thought it was a helpful movie. It was an interesting movie, but certainly I think it would be easy to think that is how it happens here in the U.S. and that it is also a bit of a concern that it might attract vigil anti-individuals that are doing this. So let me back up and explain what is happening. In their case, they're in a foreign country. And I saw this when I lived in Cambodia. I saw it in uh, several. I have three million frequent flyer moths. I've been all over the world and I've seen it in other countries. And I do believe what they're projecting there and uh, putting into their film is absolutely true. Think about uh, what has happened there in those cases. They are approaching countries where families are very, very poor and struggling And in some cases, the parent is uh, complicit and actually uh, gets involved with putting their child in an online camera and selling those photos and those images and, uh, you know, that uh, that recorded activity in dark web rings. Other times, though, a lot of times the people don't have the resources to protect their children. And what they will do is end up uh, being tricked into having their children uh, taken off to other countries. Something like that did happen here in uh, the Inland Empire in the last 18 months. There was an organization, this is called the Paredes case. There was an organization that was ran by a female, uh, a matriarch of the family, who would go out through small towns of Mexico and say, my family is in Southern California. They have several businesses. So let me take your girls, your young girls, and I will use a coyote and we will get them up to the Inland Empire where they can go to school and they can have a place to stay. And we will get them jobs within the family business. What she did not say is the family business was commercial um, prostitution. And it was a commercial forced commercial sex. And these girls are only 14, 15, 16 years old. They came up here. They were uh, sent out to uh, small time massage parlors and skincare places and all kinds of businesses that they operated from Ventura all the way out to Palm Springs. And there were about eight or nine locations. I can't remember exactly. 
And this is all being run by her adult children here in the Inland Empire. The money is being laundered through a child's uh, dress shop out of Colton. And then this is all about using girls from Mexico being brought up here under a ruse, under a false story, and then having them make a lot of money through the businesses they're operating here in the Inland Empire and sending that money back to the Mexican cartels through money laundering. So there is some of that kind of thing that goes on in our community. But what is this story is really about and what they want you to be able to see is that there are millions of kids all over the world that are either being kidnapped in third world countries, not necessarily in our countries, and taken to other countries, and they disappear. And they are often photographed and put out in child rings, uh, CSAM rings around the world. So this has a technology implication on it. It's going to become more and more complicated in the world as the world gets more and more technology. I want you to think about something here. Uh, Some of you know me and know what I've done or met me, but I have written a book called Societal Shift. It's exactly about this very subject, how technology is changing crime and crime solving, specifically related to child sex crimes. And what is happening now is that you can take a photo of a child and put it online all over the world. And people who have bad intentions form uh, these rings where they find each other, they share the photos, they actually pay for the photos, they download them, they buy, sell, and trade them. And uh, they form an entire group of individuals whose main course of action is to prey on children. And, um, you know, it's... uh, it's honorable in in many ways that Sound of Freedom brought this to people's attention. What they're saying is, is that the law enforcement has gotten much better at going in and bringing down many of these CSAM rings. There, if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me draw you a picture over the microphone, if we can. And that is, if you think of the Internet as a bucket of water, The top 4% is where our main internet exists. It is things like Google and Chrome, and we have search engines, and we find each other. That is only 4% of the entire internet. Then the next section down is called the, uh, uh, I can't remember, it's the main web, okay? And uh, that is where government agencies are and and a lot of uh, bank storage, that kind of thing, big business. Below that is the dark web. And the dark web is an interesting place. It's very large. It was originally created by the U.S. government, but then allowed everybody else to interact. And it takes special technology to operate in the dark web. And you, you know, I will tell you that if someone is in the dark web, they most likely have a dot onion account. 
if you see someone with a dot onion account, I'd ask a lot of questions. And especially if it's a child, if it's a teenager, no one, especially a minor, belongs in the dark web. So they have really gotten the dark web very sophisticated these days. It used to be that if you were going to open up a, a child pornography ring around the world, let's say in 2015 or 16, you needed to have a specialized programmer that knew how to do that because there's there's not a search engine like Google or Chrome or Edge or whatever in the dark web. It is a matter of uh, having a directory and knowing specific addresses. But over the last six years, this has become very sophisticated. And what has happened is they've developed plug and play technology that just about anybody can set up a website in the dark web. So you need a special browser. The most common is Tor, the Union router, and you go into the dark web, but then you need to know specific addresses to be able to access some of these sites. Well, what happens is, is that now that the entire world is connected by internet, uh, bad guys, these, these people that want to hurt children, uh, they're addicted to it and they start to meet each other. They get a sense of approval. They get those addresses. They join that site and they are required to submit photos and images to show that they're not law enforcement. So this is the reason why sextortion took off when so many of our kids were tricked into sending uh, photos and then blackmailed into sending more photos is that these people that are in the dark website are looking to belong to these groups. And in order to do that, you have to provide certain kinds of uh, erotic materials. And so that's how it all has progressed. The problem with that is, and the good news, let's go with the good news where we get to the bad news. The good news is law enforcement has got pretty good at going undercover, very similar to what you're seeing in this movie. That's what the original job Tim Ballard had was he was an undercover investigator for one of the law enforcement agencies. And that's just really grueling work. If you want to see the toll that it takes, there's a YouTube out called um, How the FBI uh, takes down pedophiles, I think it's called. Um, and it, it it shows the very difficult work because you're pretending to be a 14-year-old girl. You're talking to some of the lowest of the low on earth. You're trying to seduce them into a meetup or getting acquainted or getting into one of these rings where you can then begin to find out who all the bad guys are follow the IP addresses, follow the domain names, follow the usernames, and began to take them down. And that's how all of this works. The problem with that is, is they're getting very good at bringing down the, the uh, predator and the pedophile, although they've now run offshore into something called bulletproof hosting. But the real problem is you can't find the children that are being violated. And uh, this is just a travesty because literally uh, they found a one of these rings that had more than a million paid subscribers in it. They found databases that have more than 20 to 30 million victims in them and unable to identify who these children are from somewhere around the world. This is Opal Singleton. I hate to tell you this, but it's break time. So stay with me. We're going to be right back. 
Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift, and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back. Welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. We're talking about a really hard subject today, but there is a really powerful movie out that I do think you should see. And I'm just trying to share with you a little bit about the reality of the world. Uh, the movie is good, but it doesn't necessarily take place like that here in the U.S. But what we're talking about is that in this movie, they are about trying to rescue children who have either been uh, filmed and put out on dark websites or who have been kidnapped. Now, here in the U.S., you don't have a whole lot of kidnapping in that kind of thing. That isn't to say it can't happen. It does happen, but that isn't the primary way a young person ends up being trafficked in, in this case. But what we're talking about here is these undercover rings where kids are photographed. Uh, they're violated and they're they're photographed in that violation and they end up on the web. And so what I want to share with you is that while uh, Tim Ballard took this upon himself to go into Columbia and rescue these people, I do not want grandma down at the motel taking on the cartel, okay? That is just not how it works in the United States. It might work like that in a Colombian narco kind of environment, but that is not how it works in the U.S. So what I was sharing with you is that around the world, there have been millions of kids who have been violated and that violation was memorialized. It was filmed, that was videotaped, it was shared. And one of the challenges is, is that how do you identify who those kids are? And so while a lot of law enforcement effort is about 
identifying the perpetrator and stopping them. And I get that line of thinking because most perpetrators have many, many, many victims. And if we can get that perpetrator and get him off the street and get him into prison and with California law, keep him in prison. Okay. (laughs) Tongue in cheek there. Anyway, um, then, then that's the important part of the effort. However, we need to also help identify and locate as many as those children as possible. There are a couple of programs that I wanted to mention to you so that you know that you have something that you can do about this. One of them is called the National Child Victim Identification Program. National Child Victim Identification Program. You can look it up. They even have a Wikipedia there. And in this program, it's the world's largest database of child pornography, and it's maintained by the Child Exploitation Obscenity Section of the United States Department of Justice and National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, NECMEC. My my movie, Sextortion, was uh, filmed inside of NECMEC and Homeland Security. So what they're doing there is that they're trying to appeal to the public to find ways that we might be able to identify the children. Now, there's also one that's run out of Europe, but it's a global one. And I want to remind you of it because if you're something of a sleuth, you might find this one interesting. And that is, um, it's called uh, Trace an Object. Let me say that again, Trace an Object. And you may want to Google that. What they do is they... Uh, block out the images of the child that is being violated. And by the way, they do that uh, to help law enforcement in the investigation also, because a human being can only look at that kind of violation um, very long and you'll you'll just go nuts, at least a human being like me or the kind of people that investigate these crimes. But they block out the child. And what they do is they come up with an image of something that's in the photo, Maybe it's a bracelet. Maybe it's a um, particular logo of a school somewhere or maybe a background that appears unique. And they put that under trace an object and they ask you if this is anything that looks familiar to you. And they've been quite successful in identifying some children because they've been able to have someone who's come on and said, Oh, that's St. Timothy's Church in Keokuk, Iowa. I don't know if there is one there, by the way. Don't go there. (laughs) My little brain works like that. Sorry. Anyway, but my point is that they are calling on the public. And that is a healthy way that you can participate in helping find these children without having to go to the jungles of Colombia with the narcos. Okay. Uh, There's also an older program called ECAP, Endangered Child Alert Program, and it's another one of those approaches to identifying unknown individuals. A third thing or fourth thing that you can do is go to millionkids.org, which is our organization, and ask and sign up for that newsletter. We send out Million Kids Missing Kids Alerts. And uh, we we do this a couple, three times a week, because here in the U.S., a lot of times when a child gets involved in trafficking, they go missing. And uh, we've been involved in bringing home literally a large number of people that 
have uh, started to run away, changed their mind, or they saw the flyer and decided they wanted to to think it out and uh, come back. That's important because uh, a child that has run away is a very vulnerable child. Uh, literally, the National Center for Missing Exploited Children says that something like one out of six kids who run away here in the U.S. will be a victim of sex trafficking within the first 48 hours. So those are all things that we do to try to combat uh, these kinds of situations. Well, back to the movie, uh, this does happen in third world countries. Uh, literally, people are very, very poor, but now they're able to get technology. And that is going to make children even more vulnerable without ever leaving home. Because literally what happens as kids around the world are violated, it can be uploaded and shared with pedophiles everywhere. On top of it, kids that go out there and uh, they meet someone online who promises them they're going to be famous. They make a TikTok video that makes them look really, really hot. And um, somebody will promise them that they're going to be a model or, um, you know, a makeup artist or something like that. And kids are lured away from home. And then you also have parents who put kids online that get them Uh, in a place where they become exploited. So this is, as technology is changing, is a very big issue. So you do not have to go to to Colombia to fight human trafficking. In fact, the trafficking that we have here in the U.S. most often is connected to gangs. And it's literally usually a 12, 13-year-old girl, 14-year-old girl, maybe 15, And they meet somebody online and they fall in love and they get that fantasy going and they want to go out and see what this person looks like. They may meet up at a mall. They may meet online. They may meet on a dating site or hookup site. And the next thing you know, they're meeting up thinking this is going to be the love of their life. And instead of that, it turns out to be a really horrible situation and poof, they're gone. That is how trafficking usually works here in the U.S. Now, I'm not to say that there aren't people who have fake modeling agencies here in the U.S. That's what happened in their case. But but I will also say that one of the things we need to do is recognize the men and women of Homeland Security, of police departments, of of the FBI, I know they're all getting kind of a bad rap, but I will tell you to combat child sex crimes is literally the Lord's work. Um, and But we need professionals doing it. If you have vigilantes out there doing it, I have people who come to me all the time and say, look, I want to be a Tim Ballard. I want to set up where we pretend to be a 14-year-old a girl and we seduce in some 35 year old guy and we meet up with him and, and uh, we shame him and we put his photo everywhere. And uh, maybe we turn him into the police. I am asking you, please not to do that. That is not helpful to do that for many reasons. And besides that, you are endangering your life. The first problem with that is you're not law enforcement. The second problem is that person may be connected to a large scale ring that law enforcement's working on and about to take down. And if you go in and interrupt that, you could you could literally cost law enforcement an opportunity to arrest many pedophiles. 
And on top of it, you could be you can have the socks suit off of you uh, because you're slandering somebody and you don't have search warrants. You don't have rule of law. But equally important, you could become addicted to the overall process and you yourself end up in a very questionable place where you could end up being arrested if you are holding those photos. So don't do the vigil anything. There is a way to support organizations, especially your law enforcement, so that we can do this right. Well, once again, we're up against that break, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book. Educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590. The answer. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. AM 590, the answer. 
Hello, and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. I'd like to mention that this organization is Million Kids that is bringing you this radio show. I was just talking to my producer. It's hard to believe we've been on the air seven years. And uh, I am always floored when I go out into the community and people go, oh, I never miss your show. I met a couple last week up in uh, Hesperia, delightful couple. And they had me come up there and speak to a group. And and uh, he's retired FBI and uh, just a real hero of a kind of guy. And uh, it's always amazing. They said that they plan their whole Saturday afternoon around this show where they go for ice cream. Apparently, my effect on you is you need something to eat and preferably something sweet. (laughs) Anyway, I want to thank all of you that listen to this show and that you share it with others. I appreciate that a whole lot. Well, I I think this movie is worth seeing. It doesn't really have anything to do with trafficking in the U.S. It does have to do with kids who are abused around the world and uh, us being able to to identify who those children are. They are absolutely right in that there are literally millions of children that are being violated and having their image taken and nobody knows who they are. And uh, but I also want to give a big uh, shout out, a big warm hug uh, to say how proud I am to work with law enforcement all throughout California. I just did a training this week. I'm a professor over at USC for law enforcement. And uh, it's a bit scary because these people are upper echelon and uh, a little bit intimidating, but they always seem to appreciate a different perspective. And uh, in my case, I have studied literally hundreds of thousands of cases and, and we talk about trends that are changing and the way to go about solving them like that. But I'm always uh, kind of humbled when I look at these people that are actually on there doing these hard work, uh, this hard work, excuse me. It is um, amazing people. You have some right here in the Inland Empire. We have the RSET unit, which is out of a district attorney's office, Mike Hestron. And by the way, the Board of Supervisors gave them some extra funding last year for technology. I can't tell you how important that is, mom and dad. Uh, You know, this thing of defunding police just fries my cookies, okay? But it really ticks me off because think about what is happening. Uh, Pedophiles and pimps are using technology to violate our kids. And it's very sophisticated uh, technology. And it's all about making money off of them that becomes money laundering that makes cartels even bigger. I was thinking about that with the uh, the uh, Colombian cartel and saying, don't go down there to that jungle. But the truth is, as long as we have an open border, we're allowing those people in with children to be sold on our property, our territory. And even putting our own kids at risk if they get involved with gangs or they get involved in a sextortion or they get involved in commercial sex. And at the same time, we have these open borders. We're relaxing the laws so that these guys don't get extended sentencing. They get in and out. They get no bail. And they're the ones that this will take place in the future on our territory as this is happening so I'm so proud of the RSET unit. I'm proud of the, the chief uh, 
uh, Billy Green over there in uh, Fontana that runs the CSEC unit. Uh, we have a Homeland Security CSEC unit. The San Bernardino County uh, District Attorney and Sheriff also have Human Trafficking Task Force and CSEC units, that is, Child Sexual Exploitation uh, units. And so right here in the Inland Empire, we have a lot of resources. So what we don't need is vigilante. What we could use is if you want to get involved and pay attention, talk to your children about don't get all involved in sending those photos. Don't get on TikTok and send out erotic photos because there are people there that will contact you, that will want to make you famous, that will lure you in. And the next thing you know, you are a victim of exploitation. So there are many things you can do. You can go to millionkids.org. You can support our organization if you want to. We are all about prevention and intervention. I am very proud of those folks who are making that movie. It took a lot to do it. Uh, They made it really intriguing, really intense. Uh, You kind of walked out of there, even myself, oh, hardcore me, you know, that I've been doing this for years, even in in Southeast Asia. But I walked out of there going, that kind of takes your breath away. And uh, it is a powerful movie. So I highly recommend that you take the time to go see it and uh, understand what it's all about. But I'd also caution you that this is not how sex trafficking works here in Southern California for the most part. I never say never because it could. And maybe there's something out there. But for the most part, it is a matter of educating your young people, whether you're a parent or grandparent, all about how this works and helping them to become leaders so that they don't get caught up in it. And also talking to them about their online activities. Nowadays, that's how it really starts. Is And, and that's why I made the movie, the film, Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. Uh, if you have not seen that movie, please go to sextortionfilm.com sextortionfilm.com. It's a movie worth watching. Anybody in your family can see it. Watch it all together. Talk about it. Because the number one way that predators win is this attitude that both parents and kids have that it won't happen to me. And as long as you have that attitude, it could happen to you. You can be sucked in so fast you don't even realize what happened to you. And so it is important to understand the issue. So I'd encourage you to follow me and kids at millionkids.org. Follow us on Facebook if you're on there. We're IE Million Kids now. And uh, I also have a private training group, by the way. You have to request to be in it. Uh, But if you're interested in doing that, um, let me know. You can just go to Million Kids Supporters on Facebook and ask to be included And uh, I will include you. And it is there that I analyze cases and do sophisticated training for people that want a lot more information. I just wanted to mention this is not totally open to the public, but if you're an advocate, if you work in the business, if you work with foster kids, uh, we are going to have a training down at Calvary Chapel in Corona on August 5th. Um, there may be a $10 charge. I can't remember. I'm not the organizer of it, but it's Calvary Chapel in Corona at two to five o'clock on August 5th. 
Is that right? Yeah, August 5th. Um, and you can also write to me, opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org, if you want to attend that. It's about a three-hour training that will cover trafficking, uh, foreign national, domestic trafficking, social media exploitation, child pornography, sextortion, uh, social media exploitation. I already said that, but it will cover the whole gamut. So that's on August 5th. And it isn't like a big conference. It's a group of people who wanted in-depth uh, training, a three-hour training of the hard stuff, telling it like it really is. So this is not like, you know, a feel-good presentation. This is the facts. If you work in combating this uh, kind of exploitation, you certainly maybe should reach out. Again, you can reach me at Opal at Million Kids, and I'll give you more of that information. Well, folks, thank you very much for all you do to support our work at millionkids.org. If you want to donate, you can do that by going to millionkids.org slash donate. Uh, we appreciate it. We're a small organization. When you give us money, we use it for the cause. And uh, we are not about corporation building. We are a group of people that want to change the world right here in the Inland Empire. And that's starting with your kids and our kids and uh, and educating parents and grandparents and law enforcement, code enforcement, and everybody else that's involved in this fight. I want to thank all of you that follow us. You mean the world to me. This is very tough business. Those of you that have written me about this movie, thank you. Uh, it is not the same as what we do. But there, it is addressing a cause that is very, very urgent and very relevant. And I appreciate all of you that have taken the time to go see that movie. I hope you'll do that um, uh, and take others with you. And I also think uh, and hope that you'll take time to at home to go to sextortionfilm.com and see the movie Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. It is that social media that often leads our kids right here to disappear or take up with someone that can exploit them or to share a photo with them in a way that they might pay a price. So it is important to educate everyone in your family. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can address this problem. Well, folks, have a great week. Put your arms around your family. Tell them you're proud of them. Show them that you believe in them. Tell them that you are there for them. And I'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com.